Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 29. So I don't have COVID. Hell yeah! Hooray! <laughs> and not that it matters, we're going to get this out on time. Right. Maybe, if I'm punctual. But now it won't because I was quarantining myself. Right. Yeah. So I had quote-unquote plague. You all potentially might have had the plague, but it wasn't a thing. Nope. So you didn't have the proper plague. I had the wrong plague. The wrong plague, and I didn't have a plague at all, it turns out. Yeah. But I was trying to isolate and wear a mask. Dingus and Dongus going strong. <laughs> so strong that we could even be RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with it. <laughs> he, is, he is a very strong man. Yep. That, that, Cyborg. That's what we read, by the way. <laughs> strong man. Strong man. <laughs> Citizens. <laughs> I, I can't come up with it. Nope. 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 Robocop Citizens Arrest is what we read. Yep. Uh, written by Brian Wood, who I like a lot of his stuff. Yeah. And uh, out on Boom! Exclamation mark. Actually, too familiar with Brian Wood, I don't think. Well, all those white trade paperbacks over there, all Brian Wood. All the ones I can't see yep. what they are. DMZ, Northlanders, okay. The Massive. I've only got, like, the first two or three of the massive, though. Okay. Like, whole collection of two of his runs right there. Cool. So, I like him. He also did some Conan stuff that I have not read yet, but I'm sure to like it, because I like Northlanders, and I love Conan, so... It wasn't, like, Marvel Conan, it was, like... No, it was Dark Horse. Dark Horse Conan. The, uh, superior Conan... Okay. Fair. ...is all Dark Horse. Fair. I have read some Marvel Conan, and it's... Not so good. No. Well, the earlier Marvel... We're sidetracking immediately. Yeah. The early Marvel Conan is goofy, but still fun. Yeah. And I've only read a little bit of the newer Marvel Conan stuff. I think I read, like, one volume of Jason's, Jason's, Jason Aaron's Conan. And I enjoyed that first volume, but I never followed up. But I, I could see that being good. Yeah. You know? Uh, all the other ones that I kind of dabbled in... Uh, the new Marvel stuff. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, it's from everything that I've read, the Dark Horse Conan is more in tune with uh, Howard's stories, which are also up there. Right. Dark Grim. Yeah. Yeah. So now I guess we should talk about Robocop. Yeah. He's <laughs> Conan of the future. Conan of the future, yes. He kind of is. Yeah. Well, well, no, he is. He's kind a little anti-hero here. Yeah, because he's a cop. Yeah. Yeah. That's this all is... you need to be to be an anti-hero, <laughs> to be a cop. <laughs> and try try to do good, and you're an anti-hero. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting because you're fully aware of my general distaste of police. Mm-hmm. That this book actually made me have some marginal sympathy for cops. Yeah, because they're, like, outdone by the evil of corporate America. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't hate them as much as I should because they're being fucked over by something even worse. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Now, (laughs) it's, you know, kind of same old story with Robocop in in this book where, you know, they're saying uh, Robocop's outdated or whatever. We got to... 
bring in something new or right. to replace them with. And I thought the the way they ran with it was pretty cool. It's like they they made a snitching app. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> and they made the snitching app into a gambling slash game. Right. It's like, oh, that person over there looks like he's doing some illegal bullshit. Let me report it in this app, and you get which I have points. to pay for. Yeah, yeah. You what? pay for it, and if it turns out that he, the person was doing a crime or whatever, you get compensated X right. amount. And if they weren't doing a crime, you paid. For you nothing. paid to snitch. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. It's turning the whole of New Detroit into just hell on earth. But it doesn't look like it. No. It looks it, like it's going to be shiny, new, right. fancy, futuristic, perfect utopia, but then the underlining technology and and bigwigs behind it and their methodologies make it a tyrannical state. Yeah, it's it's a police state where they make us police each other. Right. Fuck. And then, then yeah. there's also drones everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's drones and uh, uh, robot cops walking around. Not sniping. Not RoboCops, mind you. Robot. Robot cops. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's an important distinction. The T. Yes. For transhumanism. <laughs> for transmission. Because, <laughs> because robots have transmissions and robos don't. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're uh, we're obviously well versed in uh, robotics and cybernetics. Yep, and fiction. <laughs> <laughs> this one's off the rails already. <laughs> oh, this will be a good one. <laughs> I I enjoyed the story. Yeah, it for it's a RoboCop story mm-hmm. basically. Um, I was a little creeped out by how eerily similar the newscasters and anchors were in the book to, like, Fox News, basically. Oh, yeah. It's like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> yeah, in fact, like, the whole book had a a gross vibe yeah. to it. Yeah, Just, yeah, because of that, you know, hyper-capitalistic corporatism uh, bent to, to this to this world, it's, it just feels gross, and I don't want to be a part of it. No. But overall, the story... That uh, that is telling is 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 good and it's a fairly you know it's a dystopian version of what we're going through yeah. right now yeah it's like the next level of us right basically now I kind of wonder when this was uh, written because I didn't look it up I didn't either it's funny you mentioned that because I was getting the info for it and I didn't see it anywhere immediately it's like ah whatever we don't need to know. <laughs> And then now you pose the fucking question. <laughs> the one time I go, whatever. I knew. I knew this is the one time. They'd be like, ah, we, we've done like 50 episodes. Oh, I'm guessing 50 episodes. I don't know. Uh, we've done X number of episodes. Peter's never given a shit about the date. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> that is very true. So... This is a throw a fucking curveball. Yeah, I wonder when, when this was written. It's on the internet. Go look it up, yeah. asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, recent. Like, it's clearly after all the Brian Wood crap I bought. Yeah. So. 
overall, the 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 world itself it feels like RoboCop. Yes. It's very it feels very true to the original two. I don't remember the third one very well. No. Because I, other than it was trash, but you know the the constant cuts to you know newscasters commentary and stuff like that. It feels very, you know true to the to the world that you yeah. know the first two robocops it's, it's robocop right. man yeah i was very happy with it yeah and it wasn't uh like too dumbed down too kitty right you know which i didn't know because the movies weren't mm-hmm. so i was like well maybe i don't know but i don't really know what else boom puts out so i didn't know what to expect necessarily yeah. i know we've read one or two things and i already forgot yeah same but <laughs> But I don't know generally what they put out. Right. So I didn't know what to expect. Like, you get a Marvel book, you get an idea. You mm-hmm. get a Dark Horse book, you get an idea. The engineer fella, or whatever, the developer of the corporation. What is it? O- o- OEC? OCP. OCP. Omni Consumer Products. Yes. OCP, the, the main engineer guy. The art looked very similar to Jeff Bridges. <laughs> so I'm picturing like not quite a, a dude character, probably more of a um oh what the hell was that western remake that he did? Oh, um Not Old Country No. <laughs> not Old Country for <laughs> No Man <laughs> Old Country for No Man <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So, but it's like, oh, look, Jeff Bridges yeah. is in RoboCop now. Yeah. It, it was the movie that the original had John Wayne in yes. it, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that one. Shit. Dewey Cox Walk Hard. <laughs> that was actually... I was thinking Walk Hard. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's... Shit. Uh, I was going to say that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga movie, too, but that's not it either. <laughs> no, none of these movies. <laughs> okay, uh, back to the book, because <laughs> there's not a podcast about movies. <laughs> um, I was surprised at the, um, the color scheme of uh, the book. Why were you very... surprised by it? I did. I just don't think of RoboCop as pastel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very pastelly. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> pastelly. Hmm. <laughs> Give me some of that uh, pastelly. <laughs> you want to go to Italy next year? Get some pastelly <laughs> on a gondola. <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah, yeah we yeah. can be done. Well, no, if you got more. Well, I was I was a little disappointed that they didn't go into further depth on what the 
uh, code was in RoboCop that prevented him from picking up the gun and shooting himself. Oh. They didn't really talk about it much, and then the cop lady, uh, cop's uh, girlfriend or wife or whatever, right. like, got the code so that they could take the limitations off so RoboCop could then shoot stuff. But they didn't say, like, really what its limitations were. Right. We know he can open doors, so yeah. he could grasp. Right, yeah. Is it just intent of violence with the prime directives, or what the huh. hell? Because it was a, a quote-unquote fifth directive, I think. Right. What the fuck was it? Yeah, I don't know. They, they, it's, it's an interesting question, and yeah, and even when they, you know, gave him the little micro USB chip thing, thing yeah. yeah, pop it in, it's like. We never really find out what the actual directive was. Nope. It's just now he can shoot things. You think? Uh, well. <laughs> so one of the directives is not to uh, harm any OCP employees, right? Or right. upper management. Right. What if they just made RoboCop upper management? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he can't kill himself? Yes. That was it. Yeah, that was it. He's, he's an executive now. Yep. He's down with OCP. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Uh, <laughs> so Swevin. Yeah. Swevin. Uh, the Eternal Resonance out uh, 2020. Which record label was Vaughn? Vaughn. Vaughn. Vaughn it's, Records. It's Van, but the A has a... Excellent A dude. A, a dilly duty over the A. It's got half of a hat. So it's a Vaughn. <laughs> Von the records. <laughs> so, Swevin is kind of a continuation of Morbus, Morbus Cron. Yeah. Well, when you said, when I saw that Swevin was on there, like, oh, I know this album, cool. Yeah. I listened to it a couple years ago because Rafe suggested it, blah, 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 and then I made the realization, oh, this is not Morbus Cron. Yeah. They're using the same name as their last album. Let me look at... Oh, it's... Okay. And then, yeah. to your point. Yeah, so they just, you know, I guess use that last album as a jumping off point for this new project, Swevin. And I could hear some, you know, some of the similarities between that Swevin the album versus Swevin the band. And to me, Swevin the band, it sounds like... A musical equivalent of um, a lazy tubing trip down a river. <laughs> nope. No? <laughs> nope, I don't get that. I've done many of those. Never once does the sounds that this brings out give me. It's just, I don't know, just the vibes. It seems very relaxing and soothing for the most part. Well, I, I saw it as a kind of moody... And I, I don't want to say it, but sort of romantic feeling. Mm-hmm. So I guess your sense of romance is tubing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get in a relationship with me, that, like, that's where I'm going to propose. I'm just lazy I'm... and wet all yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's me to, to a T. Lazy and wet. <laughs> but it reminded me a lot of the same... Especially the vocals, the second album from both uh, Mexico's Cenotaph and uh, Sentenced, 
uh, north mm. from here. Yeah. It, those are kind of sort of melodic, still death metal, but the vocals and the mood that they give out is what this album delivers on. Yeah. Kind of a just a moody riff factory. Yeah, and I was, I guess, well, I guess I didn't really know what I was going, like getting into when I listened to this album, but I guess I was surprised at how little distortion there really was on yeah. the guitars. Yeah. A lot of it is clean, uh, and which makes me question the, the I guess, the quote-unquote death metal tag. Right. It's, it's, it's like... Barely death metal. Barely. Yeah. I've really enjoyed the album. It was. I know we have this common comment. It was too long. We always yeah. say that. Maybe that's just a problem with us. I yeah. don't know. And it's also interesting in that because of the last episode we did, this episode delivered on like the quiet, calm parts mm-hmm. of quote unquote progressive music. It's like, oh, you actually you nailed it. Mm-hmm. Like versus. Neobliviscarious, where it's like, oh, that was jarring and dumb. Right. It's like, oh. So it's just interesting. And I don't know if you planned that or that's just how it happened to compare the two albums. Um, to be honest, this uh, was added because I was scared of pronouncing a later band. Oh, okay. <laughs> In fact, that band has been bumped twice now, I think. Because... I just look at it and it's like, God damn, I'm gonna have to fucking figure out how to pronounce this shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I commend them also on making the jump to a new project. Yeah. It, it, I, if a band changes their sound reasonably enough, it irks me for some reason that it's the same project. Right. It's like, if it's a different thing, make it a different thing. You can have the same members. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's a different thing. So don't do an over. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wonder how many how many projects over would have had to do. At, at least four. Four, yeah. Yeah. And I think the final incarnation would be the final incarnation. The final incarnation? That would be... The, it. Yeah, that's the name of the band, yeah. Final Incarnation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have reached their ultimate form. Yes. I won't say it's the best stuff, but I don't see them moving from it. Yeah. And I see it garnering more attention than anything they've done. That's true. I mean, as far as people. In yeah, the world. it's very easily digestible as. Comparably. Yes. And also, we're talking about sweating. Not yep. Over. Nope. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, overall, I really enjoyed the album. It was long, and I, I actually, for this one, I um, the first listening session, I actually I had to cut it in half. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to point out the last track. It was really cool, because on the very last track, they finally brought in clean vocals, mm-hmm. which, like, given how much, you know, uh, I guess... The lack of distorted guitars on the album, I was expecting a little more clean vocals throughout the album. Right, yeah. But, you know, toward the end, they finally brought, brought in some clean vocals. Like, oh, okay. Nice way to cap it. It was good stuff. Yeah. Where are they out of? It's Sweden? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Sweden. Sveden. Shiggity Swo. 57. 
It was like, I don't know, it's, Swevin sounds like a, a little kid trying to say seven. Yeah, like a drunk toddler. Yeah. Like a toddler whose dad got fed up with them. I want eleven more shots. Yeah, here's some whiskey. Shut up. No, I want eleven more. God damn it. We ain't got the money. You're drinking us dry, boy. Go make some progressive metal. Time for you to earn your keep. Dingus and Dongus. They mock.